0: Maybe the rules and regulations and things we're being told that we should do are contradictory to what should be done, potentially. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Serving Christ in Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jake Olson, and I'm really glad that you're here today and I'm excited to go through some things with you that will help you honor God in your work. And so, welcome. The email address for the show is servingchristinhealthcare at gmail.com. Again, servingchristinhealthcare at gmail.com. Please send in any comments or questions that you have. I would love to read them on air to talk about them with you and discuss those things that are on your mind and on your hearts. So please don't hesitate to send those in. Today, we're going to talk about Decision-making principles, and these are important because if we're not thinking about how to make wise decisions, how to make decisions that would honor God at work, and applying them specifically to scenarios that we face every day, then we're not going to, in the long run, make a lot of decisions that would honor God. So we want to think about how are we making our decisions. The scenario that I'm thinking of, is one like this. You're not sure what the right thing to do is. Or there's a conflict between what the rules are or what the regulations are or what you've you've been told you should do and what you feel is right. There's a lot of situations that we encounter in healthcare where I mean let's be honest, we're balancing a lot of influences. We're like a middleman basically. We have the patient on one side, we have insurance on another side, we have other healthcare workers on another side. We have our bosses on another side. We have our coworkers on another side. All of these aspects are pulling on us. And a lot of times they're in conflict. Oh, I forgot, by the way, that we have God pulling on us as well to do what would honor him. And so these things are often in conflict. And a lot of people would say, well, if the rules say that you should do this or that, then you should do this or like you have to o- obey the rules. You have to obey what you're told. And I understand where you're coming from. The Bible says we're to respect authority, to be subject. Servants be subject to your masters with all respect. Okay. But for example, if your boss told you that you're going to go perform an abortion, well, you're not going to do it, right? So we've now established a spectrum of things where on one side, if our boss told us to do it, oh yeah, I'll do it right away in a heartbeat, not a problem. And then on the other side, absolutely not, I won't do it. And between those two ends of the spectrum, we have a lot of gray area where we don't really know which is the best way to go, to do what we are told or what regulations suggest we should do or to do something different that we think would be best for the patient, best for everyone involved, would honor God more. It's one of those things where we need to have principles for making these decisions. And there's a lot of these situations that we encounter every day when a patient is asking us to do a certain thing and that certain thing may be more or less beneficial for them, but it may be more or less in conflict with something that we should be doing. And so we're balancing these two things constantly. And let's be, I mean, most of the time, let's be honest, doing what we're told is pretty much always the right thing to do, right? Following the rules, following the regulations. They're there for a reason. So I'm not suggesting that you be a rule breaker or a law breaker, right? But there are situations where that may not be the best thing. And I think about the Pharisees who, that was their thing, was to follow the rules. That's what they did. It was their jam. They didn't care about people at all. They didn't lift a finger to help anyone. They just wanted to perform all these rules. And they did them well. But Jesus' most scathing remarks were for the Pharisees, specifically for that reason. If they had understood, quote, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, they were too concerned with following the rules that they had no concern for the people so he said to them you have neglected the weightier matters of the law justice and mercy and faithfulness you should not have neglected those yet you should also have followed the other ones he's not saying not to follow the rules but that compassion is required we should desire to be merciful to people and In healthcare, it's easy to hide behind rules and regulations. It's easy to hide behind those because it's easy. It's easy to hide behind those because no one can question it. No one can say that you're doing the wrong thing. But you know in your heart that maybe you didn't. And so I want to challenge you as we go through this to think about ways to have compassion on people and think about situations where Maybe the rules and regulations and things we're being told that we should do are contradictory to what should be done potentially. So, principles for decision making. There are two reasons that I can think of, two main reasons, why there would be a quick yes or no in making a decision. The first one is, is one of the options sinful or harmful or inconsiderate? Etc. 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 To somebody, anybody doesn't matter if they deserve it or not. Doesn't doesn't matter if it's a person or a company or your boss or whoever. It doesn't matter. Is it sinful or harmful or inconsiderate to anybody? Then the answer is uh, no. You're not going to do it. You're not going to take that option. Easy. Okay. So this is not one of the scenarios that I'm thinking about. Some examples, like the abortion example from earlier, that's an example. One option is sinful, one option is not. The rules in that scenario are irrelevant. What you're being told in that scenario is irrelevant, because one option is sin and the other is not. And there's a lot of examples that we could think of, especially when it comes to being pressured by bosses or employers or whatever you name it an agency some regulatory committee when you're being pressured to do something that is sin or blatantly harmful and let's not try and lump in things that really aren't harmful into this category just to try and make it easier on our consciences to make a quick decision these are things that are blatant blatant things that outright should not be done okay The second reason for a quick yes or no decision is if you said you would do something, right? Now, obviously, we're assuming you didn't say you would do something that is sin. We're avoiding sin. But the second one is, did you say you would do it? I talked a little bit about this in the last episode about being true to our word. And if we said we would do something, then we have sworn to our own hurt, as Psalm 15 says, and we will not change. So if there's a couple options, you're like, I'm not sure which one to do. Should I go with this option? This one's a good option. This one's a good option too. I don't know. Did you say you would do something? Because your choice has been made for you. So like I said last time, if I told a patient I would do something, but then I think to myself later, well, you know what? I really don't want to do that. Or that's really, honestly, a waste of time and it's not going to help. Even if it is a waste of time and not going to help, I said I would do it. So my decision has been made. And there's a lot of times in our work where we have said we would do something, and so our decision is made. So those are the quick yes or no's that we can make. All the other ones, we must balance a bunch of different aspects of the decision. One aspect is how urgent is it for the patient? Right? In this case, I'm thinking specifically about situations where a patient is involved and we're wondering what we should do with them, either how we should treat them, how we should help them, what steps should we take to assist them, how far is too far to help one person, how much time should we spend with them. These are all decisions that we make in patient scenarios. So there are some scenarios where it's really not urgent for the patient it's really not that big a deal so if we have rules that we're supposed to follow we're gonna say sorry you know i know that you'd love my help with this and i'm not saying necessarily have to tell the patient this but you're thinking this to yourself i'm sorry i would love to help you more to have more compassion on you to just help you as much as i can but the bottom line in this work is that We have limited time. We have limited resources and many people that demand our attention and need our help. So yeah, it would be extremely compassionate to help one person with your entire eight-hour shift, right? But that's not what we should be doing for obvious reasons. So that's one end of the spectrum. So now we just got to nail it down. We got to slide it down and find where's the line. And so for somebody where what they're asking for isn't that big a deal. And this is where your clinical knowledge comes in to help you. You are able to make those decisions. Is it really that big a deal, right? That they get an emergency supply of a medication that they've never had before, that costs $50 a tablet, and that is probably not gonna end up getting approved in the end. And so you're going to be out 150 bucks for something that they're not going to use in the future that maybe they don't need over another medication. I mean, those are the kind of things that we have to deal with, that we have to think about. So, and you know, it sounds crass to put it that way, but we're trying to make a wise decision. And that's a factor in it. That's a factor in the decision is how urgent is it? How important is it? Because for some people, it is super important that they get treated a certain way or that we give them more time or that they get a certain medication or that we go above and beyond for them. But for a majority of people, it's not necessary. It's just not. And we have limited resources. We have to use them wisely and we have to try and allocate them appropriately And going above and beyond and spending a ton of time on certain people would be wrong. It would be not wise to do that. It would be unhelpful in the grand scheme of all that we're called to do. So I don't mean to be crass or to sound like I'm not having compassion on people. I'm just trying to make it plain and clear to you that we have to think about these things and that they're real considerations to make about how we make our decisions the second thing that we have to balance is like I said earlier the rules and regulations that apply and we have to think about these things in a couple different ways the first one is the severity of the rule or regulation I mean we can think of once for example the law that says don't kill anybody that's one that's pretty severe. That, okay, yeah, I'm definitely not gonna do that under any scenario. Some, some rules and regulations are 100% unbreakable, but a lot of them may not be. And so we have to try and decide which ones are and which ones aren't, right? One thing that I consider a lot is, what is the reason for the existence of the law or the rule or the regulation that's governing this situation? What's the reason for its existence? Is it to prevent me from caring for a patient as best as I can? No, that's not the case, right? For example, if someone is at the pharmacy and they have an allergic reaction to a flu shot, you don't say, oh, you know, let me get a prescription from, the pre- from a prescriber first for an EpiPen and then I'll come give it to you. That's not what happens. So that's a rule or regulation, which by the way, we're encouraged to violate in that situation, okay? So in case you're in the camp where you're thinking, you know, rules and regulations are 100% unbreakable, like they're there for a reason, we should not violate them. We're told to violate them in certain situations and this is one of them, to, to distribute that without a prescription, okay? So the reason is not to impede the care that we give to somebody. That's not why the rules are there. The rule saying that we need a prescription to give out an EpiPen is so that people aren't endangered by getting as many EpiPens as they want and using them inappropriately. That's why it's there. So am I violating the reason for the existence of the law in that scenario by giving it to someone who's having an allergic reaction to a flu shot? I am not. Therefore, that leans me into one way of thinking and into making one, Decision over the other So think about the reasons for the existence of these rules and Are you violating that reason? I like to think of it. Are you violating the spirit of the law? What is the spirit of the law and are you violating it? another example is People have no pills left and they need some now and we haven't got a new prescription yet We're encouraged to give them a few in advance for free without a prescription. That violates a rule, by the way. Yet we're encouraged to do it because the rules are not meant to impede the care that we give to somebody. The rules are there to prevent misuse and abuse of healthcare resources. So there's no reason to think that we can't do something just because someone somewhere said that that shouldn't be done. Because the reason why those rules are there is for a different reason than the situation you find yourself in. Another consideration that we have to take into account, even though, again, this is going to sound not compassionate, is the potential cost. And I don't mean the cost to me and my ego or the cost to how I feel or to how other people feel. I mean money, the money cost. Because as employees, we're meant to serve in a manner worthy of the Lord and to be responsible with the resources we've been entrusted to. So money is a factor in that. If you were using resources that God gave you and God gave you all this and said, use these appropriately, right? There's not, there's a limit to how much you have. We don't have unlimited resources, and so we're called to balance the cost with what it is that we want to do, okay? So for example, if someone, like I said earlier, they need an emergency supply of their medication. This happens occasionally, by the way, when they're out of town, okay, and they come in and if we give them a few tablets of their medication, it's going to be a loss bottom line, because they're there for a few days. They left it at home. They want a few. Yeah, we can do it. If there's no refills, we can give them a few tablets. I can do that. But there's other considerations and cost is one of them. If they want three tablets of something that costs a penny each, fine. You know, that's helping the patient that's caring for them. That's great. But to me, if I look up the cost of something and it's a hundred dollars a pill and I'm gonna give someone three hundred dollars in medication that is complete loss. It's complete loss. I'm just giving it away. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get paid for it. And I know that sounds like we shouldn't really be considering that when we're caring for people, but we're also entrusted to handle these resources. And if God gave you a bunch of medications to distribute appropriately and you Decided that you were going to throw $300 of it away? I mean, I don't know. That's up to each of us in our own situations. But to me, that's a consideration. And I'm called to handle the resources God has given me charge of responsibly. So that's a scenario where wise decision making has to come in. Are you going to do it or are you not going to do it? Cost is especially something hard to talk about because... The healthcare system makes it difficult to navigate with all the costs. There's so many costs. There's so many middlemen. And when we think about how much it costs, it makes a lot of us angry. And so I know it's hard to talk about, but we want to do the best we can with what God has given us. So that's where I'm coming from. I totally understand if you feel differently, and I know a lot of people do. But it's something to think about. It's just something to think about. That's all all I give to you. And the last aspect of decision making to balance is that we often have to find a compromise there's usually no one like oh yep easily the one way to do it because those aren't the situations we're talking about we have to find a compromise and often the solution is creative it's not a oh yeah there's this way or that way or that way I have to pick one of the three and we're good it's often a conglomerate of the three of them it's often a combination of multiple solutions that we come up with to provide what we think would be the best solution in that situation, a one that would honor God and also has respect for the rules and regulations that are over us. And there's a lot of creative solution finding that we do at the pharmacy, and honestly, that's one of the best parts of my job. I love being creative and finding solutions to problems. And it's a challenge. And once we start thinking in this way and really start thinking about all the things influencing us and which ones have more weight or value in certain situations, it's a challenge and it's a great challenge. And it's one of the reasons why work doesn't get boring for me. So if work does get boring for you, try to think about ways that you can be a creative problem solver. And hopefully that'll help you. I mean, it helps me, so that's just my suggestion. Anyways, that's all I had for the aspects of balanced decision making and some principles for making decisions. I hope this helped you, and I pray that you just think about it and maybe just ping on one of these aspects that you can really apply to your work and that could change how you do things. So, that's all I hope is that you think about it and try to do what oh, would honor God in whatever decisions you make. So, I hope this helped you. If you do have any questions or comments, please send your emails into the show at servingchristinhealthcare@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I look forward to seeing those and to hearing examples of this happening in your work. I really look forward to it, and I look forward to reading those on the air as well. So, God bless you, and God bless your work.